Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. Ah, great way to get the day going. Of course, my day's been going for a while, but you know what I mean. Um, what is today? Today is Monday, June 24th. Last full week of June. How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, right? Seems like time flies even when you're not having fun. Maybe time just flies, period. Let's see, it's a little breezy, but not too bad. Yesterday was super windy, tumultuous windy. They say that the jet stream has been over us lately. So that's what's causing a lot of the bumping winds. Ah, it's nice out here on the east side of the house. When I had uh, Sage and Jim over on Saturday, I blogged about it yesterday, but uh, Sage Walker and Jim Sorensen came over for brunch on Saturday, and we sat out in the Grape Arbor, and that was, it was beautiful weather for that, just perfect. So that worked out well. And... My mom asked me, because I wrote this blog post about sort of how I don't have a critique group anymore, but socializing with other writers, talking about writing is big and important for me. And she asked if Sage and Jim were writers, which I thought. I mean, I, I link to stuff. I had a link to their Goodreads pages, since that seems like a good neutral place to link for two people who don't have their own websites. But yeah, Sage um, had a book that came out in the 90s called, I think, Whiteout, that uh, was nominated for a big award and did very well. And she's also done a couple of stories in the Wild Card series with George R. R. Martin and other folks. But Sage is also a medical doctor and worked in an emergency room for many, many years in Taos. And she kind of let the writing fall by the wayside. You know, she was a busy person and it wasn't the most important thing to her. And then a while ago, I'm not sure exactly when this happened, but her agent is the same agent as George R. R. Martin's. And one of the editors at Tor asked Sage's agent, she said, how come Sage has never written anything else for me? So at this point, Sage was retired, and she decided, well, she would write something. So she plotted out a five-book series, and the first one came out from Tor called The Man in the Tree. And I read and reviewed it. It came out a few years ago, a couple years ago. And I think it's a beautiful book. She's an exquisitely good writer, meticulous writer, which means that she's a slow writer, too. Um, those things sort of go hand in hand. But it's um, a wonderful story that's kind of a murder mystery that takes place on a generation ship. The ship is in orbit around the Earth, and they are days away from leaving. And these things have very, very narrow windows. You can only, you know, everything lines up exactly right only for 
narrow periods of time. So the ship is has been in construction for, I don't know how long, you know, like 50 or 100 years or something. It's taken a long time. They've taken an asteroid and they've hollowed it out and they've created an ecosystem inside the asteroid so that people can live in it for generations until they get to the new destination because they don't have faster than light travel. So the people who get to be on the generation ship are very, very carefully selected. And there's been like this massive selection system for a long time and a lottery system. A lot of people want to get off of Earth. Her future Earth is in bad shape. So they have, they're down to the final days. Everybody's pretty well set. And then they find this man murdered. So they know that they have a murderer on board. And it's um, a little late to be figuring out that they have a murderer on board. So that's the premise of the story. And it is a slow-paced story. And I think that it did not do as well in some circles as it might have because of that. You really have to sink into the, into the slow burn pace. Um, Mom, you might like it. And I can lend you my copy because it really is a beautifully written book and and fascinating. I mean, she's really done an amazing job of creating this world. Um, she has not finished. She started writing the second book, but she has not finished it, partly because um, Tor's not terribly interested because her book didn't do that great. They also screwed up with her because they gave her a very military science fiction cover. And so the people who pick it up expected military science fiction, and it's you know, about 180 degrees from that and still be science fiction. So, you know, she's feeling like she doesn't have the same attention span to write that she used to and all of those things. Um, and and it's hard to think about doing it when when there's not a crying desire for more. I think, uh, I wish she would because I think that, you know, very often with series, you know, it's such a true thing anymore that, you know, the series doesn't take off until the later books are out. But publishers just won't invest in that anymore for the most part. So uh, so she's still happy to read for me and happy to discuss. And so she makes a really great person for me to bounce ideas off of for um my new shiny, which is science fiction. Um, she asks very good questions and brings up excellent points. So I love all of that about her. Uh, and then Jim, Jim Sorensen, is the guy that I was collaborating with for a while. We were working on that one book, uh, which we've tabled for now because Sarah felt like we both needed to come out individually in science fiction before she could really sell the collaboration. I'm not sure if that was, I'm not sure our voices were meshing right. We had fun working together. I'm not sure the story was working. It certainly wasn't working for Sarah. And she felt like we had worked it enough and needed to set it aside. And sometimes that just happens. But Jim comes out of this, um, Transformers background, where he is a niche expert in everything Transformers. Those are the 
see and and I don't know much about it really but it's uh, incredible to see the things that he does um those are the toys you know that they would be like a robot and then they would turn into a sports car and there has been this ever since they came out I think in the 80s there is now like this what was what is that now 40 years they might have come out in the 70s something like that anyway decades there we go decades and decades of spin-offs of various different toys and then there have been books and there was you know the movies that you know people like I think Hugh Jackman was in one and you know like big blockbuster movies with the Transformers and all over the world you know comic books and all these things so like recent he was just showing us that he worked on this coffee table book that's a compilation of all of the Transformers art from over the years and he helped put that together and he was showing it to us and it's it's beautiful and that sells for you know like fifty dollars and then a hundred dollars for a special edition that has a slip case and some other sparklies and I you know I guess for this target market for the people who love that kind of thing they just gobble it up and I guess he says when he goes to the transformer conventions you know everybody knows who he is so he has this he's fun because he comes from that different angle on science fiction you know he comes from that kind of um, very action-packed uh, transformerish entertainment side and is very smart and knows a lot about sci-fi and fantasy so he has interesting things to say um, I would love it if we could get our collaboration to work just um, I don't know I'd like to revisit that so so that's my long answer to the question that my mom had was are they authors and yes they are so I worked yesterday did my SFF7 blog post so that's why I didn't podcast but I'm sort of I'm trying out this schedule of being able to take days off when David doesn't have a lot going on and working when he's working so I worked yesterday I um and I'll work today and then tomorrow we're gonna go fishing so it seems to be going okay but I am losing track of <clears throat> what day it is this um feels like a Tuesday to me actually it felt like Thursday I was thinking maybe it was Thursday so definitely breaking up the weekend does a lot to change out how my life works This lady at the end of the driveway is messing with something there. I think she's fixing my lantern with her dog. She doesn't see me sitting here, I guess. That's why I went quiet. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> she and her dog are looking at something. I wonder if I should pause and go talk to her. I will let her go for a little bit and see. She's just really crouching there. 
So I did have a little bit of a scare yesterday because I'd had it on my list to um, check and see if we had our passports up to date in case we can go to Ireland in August for Worldcon. I thought, well, I better check into that. So I went to our save. I don't know what she's doing. Should we go ask her? Let's go ask her. Everything okay? Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. I was just giving her water. Oh, okay. Yeah, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? It's so pretty, and you're in the right clothes. Oh yeah, getting ready for it to warm up again, right? Yes, no. <laughs> yeah. Hi, sweetheart. Chablis. Chablis, like the wine. Yes. Oh, that's delightful. My boss uh, named her, and it's really funny because. I have 32 years of sobriety. She's old oh, now. Oh, okay. But it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no other name for this dog. <laughs> it's got to be a wine. Huh? Yeah, a white wine. A white wine. And she's a standard poodle? She's Yes, she is. But she's, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of a parte factor. No. Um, when she was born, she had amber on her ears. Oh. And amber on all her toes. Oh, but she's and, all white now. And in the old days, they killed them. <gasps> oh, yeah. Because right. they weren't like true to the breed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and my sisters had, um, well, one's kind of a, like a mocha latte or something, you know. Oh, okay. And that came from the same litter. And then my other sister got one that was sort of, black and white and gray and it looked like he was in a tuxedo he had a black oh. hat and black feet and just great but both of those dogs are gone she's yeah. she's lived beyond them well she's a a beautiful lady she looks like she's yeah, great health she's become so friendly when she was little she was so shy if there a person came up she was just like a little kid. Oh, she would go behind you. Behind you. Yeah. Well, she's so I, lovely. Are you walking? No. No. No, just, no, I was, oh, no, I was just sitting over having my coffee. Right yeah. Oh, yeah, I see. That's yeah, right. No, so. She's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. I, I live over on Palacio, okay. and I just wanted to make sure she had some water. Well, yeah, sure. Have I was. All right. You too. Enjoy your walk. Oh, we are. <laughs> So that's funny, little interaction with the neighbor. I didn't want to tell her she was on the podcast because I thought she might get all uncomfortable. It's a, I don't think it completely counts as that whole like recording somebody without their permission, right? It probably does, but we don't know her name. We'll never know. All we know is Chablis. 
should leave this standard poodle. White standard poodle, just you would love her, Mom. <laughs> just like you always said you wanted. Ah. All right, so, oh, anyway, <laughs> so I was telling the story about my podcast. And, or about my podcast, about my, about passports. I went to look for them, and <laughs> they were not in the safe, where I always keep them, always, always, along with all of our important papers, our fireproof safe, which, you know, I've always thought if there's a wildfire that comes through here, which is a possibility, I would grab that safe. You know, I sort of have my mental list of things that I would grab, and that safe is one of them. Well, it wouldn't do me a hell of a lot of good if the passports aren't in there, huh? So, I thought, well, what the hell? Because I'm generally pretty good about that sort of thing. And I put them away, you know, I, I put them away and I lock them up. So why wouldn't I have put them in there? And I'm thinking, I knew I had, I was trying to think, when did we have last have a mount? Because we haven't traveled internationally for a long time. We went to St. Martin two years ago. No, three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. So we haven't had them, you know, I think that was the last time we traveled internationally. I remember bringing them along on something because we were going to be like in San Diego, and I thought, well, if there's a chance that we end up over the Mexican border, we're going to want them. So I had them along then. And I know I took them with us when we had our driver's licenses renewed, which was two years ago. That was 2017. Because, you know, New Mexico had to comply with the whole, um, you know, sort of the national, the federal license, you know, driver's license requirements. Well, that was when New Mexico finally had to switch over and everybody had to go get new driver's licenses and we had to bring so much ID. It was such a pain in the ass. And I brought our passports as one of our confirmations of ID. So I was thinking, you know, so I was looking everywhere. Had I left them in a folder? Had I had them in a pile of papers? And then I kept getting this nudge of memory that they were in my bathroom drawer. And I was thinking, well, that's stupid. Why would they be in my bathroom drawer? And I looked. I looked in a couple of my bathroom drawers. I moved a few things. And there was nothing. And, I, you know, I'd go back and look in the more logical places. I kept going back and looking in the safe, going through all the papers in there and thinking, you know, no, am I just not seeing them? My expired passport was in there. That's a terribly helpful past Jeffy. So... But I kept thinking, oh, it's in the bathroom drawer. So I went and I dug under all of these like hair bands and stuff. And there they were. And I vaguely remember, I was because I called David and said, you don't know where they are. And he said, I don't think I ever had them. And I said, no, I know you. I doubt you did ever have them because I know that's my job. I was wondering if I said to you <laughs> something like, but I vaguely remember saying to him, when we had somebody house-sitting for us and we went on a trip that we didn't need the passports, but I pulled them out of the safe and I put them in the drawer so that in case something happened and we needed the passports, that we could tell the house-sitter, 
where to find them. I remember at the time it was very logical, and I kind of remember telling David the story, and he said, oh yeah, that's really good thinking, which I don't know if it was good thinking or not since it's been lost to time. Um, <laughs> but there they have been in that drawer ever since, so they would have burned down with the house. I suppose I could have replaced them, but it's like, ugh, I don't know. So anyway, I was very glad that I went through that panic now instead of like, the day before we, or the morning where we were like leaving for the airport when I went to get our passports out of the safe and they weren't there. Um, and they are also good for, both of us are good for several more years, so. And that's a relief. So that was my excitement. So now I'm going to get back to work on the new shiny. I got quite a bit of done on it yesterday. I'm already past 10,000 words on it, so I need to probably not write tons more. But I'm going to finish this chapter. And I already incorporated feedback from everyone, so that was really helpful. And then I'm going to send it off to Sarah. And then I have to figure out what I'm going to switch over to. I might ask Sarah if I can talk to her later this afternoon, because I've got a few ideas of things. Um, I keep thinking maybe I'll work on the fate of the Tala and just move it along farther. Uh, I might work on some non-fiction projects. I might work on that Dark Wizard story. That one's kind of chewing at me, and I know there are fans out there. So, all right. Well, I've chatted on long enough today. The conversation with Shibli and her person took a little bit of time, but, you know, a little bit of variety for us here at first cup of coffee. And, uh, well, I hope you all have an excellent Monday. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.